up fbi fam you are locked into another sweet sweet episode of the filthy beat inspectors podcast i'm your co-host yesi and then i got my girl chrissy right on the other line over here with me so today we detained the ice cream man himself shizlo what is Yo. up fam what's good everybody shizlo here hell happy yeah here. super happy to have you on the show where's your ice cream Oh, and oh, three, two, one. two hours later. We got two different sized spoons. We might get crazy tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Shovel it in. Shovel it in. White chocolate, raspberry cheesecake. Here we go. One time for the real ones. What do you think? Load yeah, it in bro. there. We're loading it in there. We got to get the chunks. Here we go. Scooper down. Oh, <laughs> love that. Love that for you. There's dinner. It's okay. Six and a half mm. out of ten. But like, okay, you gotta come on. You gotta tell us what the hell is your obsession with ice cream? Like, how? Why? Why ice cream? <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting, right? Um, I obviously get this question all the time. Um, I feel like some artists, like they kind of. Um, they try to focus in on something as like a gimmick or like, and I think that sometimes people will be like, yo, like, haha, funny ice cream guy. And I'm like, no, I really do like ice cream. And that just kind of sort of happened. Um, a couple of my roommates at the time had, uh, I was like literally chasing the ice cream truck uh, down the street from my house and they like record it wasn't like I was okay I was chasing it I was chasing the ice cream truck um and then and I was like running after it uh because where I live in the city they're like up and down the street all the time and they hit me with the iPhone slow-mo posted on Instagram and like kind of didn't go viral but like yeah it was just like I was the ice cream guy after that so I just started running with it and here we are like four years later. <laughs> Damn, four three, years. Wow. Like three or four years has been like, yeah, yeah. So now it's like uh, we, we make ice cream dubstep now. Mm, creamy. Yeah. So you haven't even made your own ice cream yet, have you? Okay, so I've had a few offers, but I'm like really holding out. I want to I, I want to do something big. And nothing's big, like, you know, I've, I've got some, like, cool local people who have, like, reached out trying to do some, like, flavors with me or, like, pop-ups and different stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, like, the right way. And I already have the flavor picked out and, like, everything. All right, so, give us the deets. So, like, in a perfect world, what would be you going big on the ice cream flavor? <laughs> This was never supposed to happen. Um, so, um, yeah, but it did. It did happen. So um, you run with it, right? Uh, and every everybody likes ice cream, right? I mm -hmm. hope for the most part. I have a couple of friends who are like, 
uh, I don't like sweets. And I'm like, I feel like you're saying that because you don't want people, right? Like, oh, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not really into sweets. I'm like, yeah, you do. You eat ice cream. Everybody like, unless you're lactose intolerant. But, um, right. and even then you could still have like the- uh, There's still plenty of options. Almonds. There's so many options, oh, right? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and, and then like Mr. Softy, which is a whole other, that's like the best one. But um, in a perfect world, uh there's like two different things it's like obviously like something along the lines of like a ben and jerry's collab or like i mean that's that that it's a reach but like maybe not maybe who knows um you know so something like that or like even like maybe another company that's like along the lines of commercial ice cream mm-hmm. and uh but no i would also love to eventually um maybe open up like uh, something where it's like a pop-up or like have my mm-hmm. own truck that isn't stolen. Um, and <laughs> it's, yeah, 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 like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how far down the rabbit hill the ice cream goes. Cause I do have like a lot of other music that has nothing to do with ice cream, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It's funny that you mentioned like you have a flavor in mind and you you're getting a little bit of traction on these offers because that to me kind of reminds me of like Kim K and all these celebrities making perfumes like that's what they do that's what the celebrities do but like you you're in your own lane and like this ice cream project dude if you could land a Baskin Robbins collab or like a Cold Stone collab yeah yeah and then you could even only have the exclusive flavor be available at your shows, like have your truck pull up outside. There's so many different like ideas that like me and my friends and my manager, like we've all tossed around and it's all like the one thing that I do want to do. And I'm, I'm like working on a way to do it in a way that's like legal um, is I would love to like pull up to different cities with an ice cream truck. And I don't know if you saw the live stream that I did with space yacht, but Yes. Uh, um, I would love to do like pop-ups in different cities and perform like on top of the ice cream truck and then like have like different special guests, like whoever's like really popping in that city, have them come and play like a set um, and just have Mm -hmm. that like be a thing where I don't know, like maybe something where it's like you have a phone number that you text to find out like when it's happening or like something like that, where it's like uh super exclusive and like, you know, kind of like the day before announced type of thing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I feel I like the guerrilla marketing, it's, yeah. the possibilities are endless with your brand. Like you can guerrilla market so many different ways. You can put like a little, like a coin in the ice cream cone and then have them get to the bottom and find like this coin that says like you won a free trip. Oh, that's real something. next level shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, it'd be like a, unexpected guerrilla marketing effort yeah yeah um i feel like i do that with like a lot like a lot of my stuff like all my merch drops like they all like i've never had one that didn't sell out like within 24 hours Mm -hmm. like everything um i guess like you call it like hype beast marketing but like it i don't know Mm -hmm. for some reason like it works with with uh with I hate saying the word brand. Everybody fucking talks about the brand, the brand, the brand. (laughs) And you, you got to understand how many times people ask me about like the ice cream brand. And I'm like, and I just called you, you guys, I can't say that. Don't do that again. (laughs) Guys. That's That's strike one. That's strike one. And and, one. uh, um, we'll see you at the court tomorrow at four 20. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be there early uh, in sixty nine hours. So. Um, okay. Yeah. See you at seven ten. <laughs> oh man. Trying to make numbers jokes over here. Jeez, it doesn't work. Sixty nine and four twenty are like the only ones. Yeah. Ends up being awkward, and you're just like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go fuck myself. Yeah. We're all like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my mom's here. Gotta go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, hey, switching gears here. So talking about ice cream over here, you actually dropped your most recent track ice cream and we saw your music video and dude, you filmed that in Iceland. Like how did that, did you purposely just go to Iceland just to film the music video or were you planning a vacation there? And you thought, you know what, this is the perfect time to film for the music video. Like how did that all happen? Okay. So, um, my homie Matt Henry, who's like a really, really dope videographer, um, he works like with like a ton of people in electronic music. Uh, he's done like music videos for like Timmy Trumpet and a bunch of different people. Is just oh, like wow. hell yeah. Dude is like super creative, has a really, really brilliant mind. And um, him and I, we kind of came up together. He was like one of the first people to shoot like one of my first festival performances, and um. So uh, his his wife, my girlfriend, similar age, like we have dinner together. It's a whole thing, but um, yeah. So so we're close, and and, and uh, he like sent me a text one day. He was like, "Yo, tickets to Iceland are like three hundred dollars round trip, or like something like ridiculous." So I, I don't don't quote me on that, but like yeah, like around there it was really yeah. cheap tickets. And um, he's like, "You need to make an ice cream song," and I'm like. Cause at the time was like the whole thing where it was like, it's this ice cream thing was happening. Right. Where I chased the ice mm-hmm. cream truck and is, and then I started like running with it and, um, and doing like different pop-ups in the city that uh, did a call. Like I did the gelato collection with this clothing company called ethic and like, where it was oh, wow. like, yeah, yeah. Where each t-shirt was like, I was the gelato collection. So it was like strawberry, which was, pink then vanilla which is cream colored shirt and then uh mint which was like a green one it's actually really dope um but yeah so he was like you gotta you gotta uh do this 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 ice cream song so i'm like all right um but what does that have to do with iceland and he's like he's like yeah he's like we're gonna go to iceland he's like and we're gonna go to you know all these different places because he had been there one time before and he had already like kind of knew the lay of the land but it was in the dead of the winter like so Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and you always hear people say this like um oh like greenland's icy and iceland's green like i don't know who the fuck made that shit up like I, that's not mm-hmm. a real thing that is not accurate I, that all. is not a, yes iceland was like very icy you have to know how to drive stick um and which i don't luckily he does mm-hmm. and uh, like the the tire like they, their cars have like specific tires and like it was a really, really uh, crazy trip. It was actually awesome. But um, yeah, so like on the flight there, I just started like kind of um, writing like a, like an ice cream 16 bar loop on the air, like the airplane just kind of like, da, 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 da. and I, I, in my mind, I was thinking of like the Mr. Softy jingle. So I was like, you know, mm-hmm. playing all the different notes and uh yeah so literally when we were there there was no song there was like barely even a beat like it was just like we were buying boxes of ice cream and the ice cream in iceland is terrible it's not good (laughs) at all it tastes like 
it's it was uh, you know I, I don't know maybe i went to the wrong place but like the stuff we were getting from the grocery store like it was like 12 in a pack or whatever it was like these ice cream cones but it was like cool whip in an hmm. ice like frozen cool whip in like an ice it was very light and like just not like pleasant to like eat like 12 a day which is what i was doing because we were shooting so much I was like climbing waterfalls and like we were in different glaciers and like doing like all these ridiculous things. Meanwhile, I'm like freezing cold and I have this jacket on with like ice cream cones, like stuffed all in it. And like, I'm, it's just a whole ridiculous scenario. But yeah, there was, there was no ice cream uh, song written at the time um, at all. I, I, you know, we, we came home and I, I started writing one and <clears throat> that was like kind of like a six month, like, the, the idea was there, but like, I wanted it to be a certain, I don't know. It just took a little bit longer than normal. Like a lot of times, like I'll sit down, I'll write a song, it takes like two, three hours. I'm like, great, this is done. Send it off to labels, see who's interested. Mm -hmm. That's it. This one like kind of took a long time, which is interesting for me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the gist of it. We were going to release it. It was actually, I'm not like going to put, names to any of this but it was actually signed to two other labels mm, okay i was gonna ask if a label wanted it or if you wanted it to be exclusively self-released yeah so there's two different labels that uh that wanted it um it was actually signed to it, yeah it was signed to one and then another label had put an offer on it um so the the one label that wanted to sign it um they sent us the contract and it was supposed to come out like right before the pandemic hit so um mm -hmm. it was like we didn't know what to do with it because i knew it was like i mean it's fun to listen to it at home but it's definitely more of like a festival record right and um right. so you know we just kind of were like waiting and then like the label kind of like shelved it but like I don't blame them for that. Right. Like there was nothing going on. There's no shows no, and people didn't even know what the coronavirus was. Right. Like everybody was still trying to figure it out. You're supposed to like, every time you get a grocery, you're supposed to like <laughs> yeah. wipe it off. And, like, I was just so ridiculous. The shit that we were doing. Um, but um, I was no just talking paper. about that. I was, I was wiping I was everything so down. Yeah, we were stockpiling. And my yeah. dad is like, he's, he's, he's a great man, but he's like one of those guys who's like, Sean, you got to go to the grocery store right now. This is bad. You, and he's like, stock up. Me and mom already went get all. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Oh my, like I'm, and, and my, I'm like, all right, you listen to the, you know, he's a pretty successful dude. I'm like, all right, got to listen. So I'm at the grocery store. I'm getting all this stuff. It's just so ridiculous. But anyways, mm -hmm. I totally remember that. <laughs> thank God. We that are, was a vibe. That was such a, a good vibe. Way. And uh, thank God we're not dealing with that stuff anymore, but um, yeah. Yeah. But uh what was i saying the late so the label shelved it you were uncertain yeah yeah them. so we just were like unclear on like what was going on so they actually decided uh the, that label in specific was like we're not going to put out any music for a little bit so um they're like hey they're really cool about it they're like you know um if you want to hold us to hold on to it you know we'll release it once like you know shows start back up or if you want to take it like you know, and do, you know, self-release or release it on another label, like feel free. They were super, super awesome about it. Sent it to another label. They sent an offer. Offer wasn't what we wanted. Uh, mm -hmm. We went to create music group uh, who 
they've been awesome to work with. They just recently did like the uh, six nine album and like a bunch oh, of wow. actually like non EDM stuff. But they're they've been really really awesome to work with. Um, I've had a really great experience with that. And yeah, that's that's the that's the home that. So it's it almost looks like a self release, but but it's 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 with Create Music Group, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And I'm really, really happy with it. You know, it's uh, been picked up by like editorials all across the board, except for Spotify. Mm, yeah, the hardest one. Spotify, tell them, tell them, tell them. They need <laughs> to pick it up. But no, nah, it's. I, I mean, if if somebody was to ask me, like, how do you feel about the drop? Like, what I would give it like a nine out of ten. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm very ha- like the 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 overall like fan engagement response, like everything. When I play it out, people go nuts. So like I'm, you know. I'm happy. We got to get you out here to Denver. Yo, mm-hmm. I would love to. Like, um, it's kind of one of those things where uh, we're being kind of like picky about where I where I play, but like for good reason, you know. Like, there's just like a mm-hmm. ton of promoters that'll reach out, and and sometimes it's just not necessarily the right fit. But I, I um, I was talking to uh, my buddy Ching who, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know if, if you, yeah, he, he, he moved out to Denver and he was like, yo, he's like, dude, he's like, he was telling me about all the different venues and, 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 uh, Denver just like, seems like an awesome place, um, to just first off live, but also play at, uh, I know that, is, is it like the base capital or something like that? Hell yeah, it is. Is that, is that like, yeah, a re- we, we, we know it is in our hearts. People try to rebuttal us, but we don't think they're right. It's definitely the base capital of the world. Who made that rule? Who's the, who's like, like, this is the base capital. It's the street reputation that developed over the last few years. And I feel like we are the ones to continue to enforce that. You know, we enforce the laws in the world of dubstep. And this is our narrative that we're, we want to keep up base capital here in Denver. I'm not gonna we, fight you on that. We are the dust of FBI, so you do. As I'm not, say. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that's why I'm wearing the glasses. I, you know, I gotta keep my poker face. I'm not gonna fight you on that. I got okay. nothing. We we'll get that on the record. Yeah, I, I got nothing to say. Uh, you know, I, I have heard some rebuttals, but you know what? I, I'm gonna continue drinking my water. Hey, until someone invites us out to Montreal to experience whatever the heck it is they've got going on up there, then we're going to say that the coin I've that. heard some things about yeah. Arizona too. I've heard some really good things about Arizona. I've heard some things about uh, Montreal. Orlando, sure. I guess Florida. I mean, Florida's really jumping off right now. Like we could, I guess we could all collectively say that like they, yeah. they're absolutely killing it. I think like the one thing about Florida is and I don't know about like Denver. Does Denver have like a main strip where like um, all the venues are, or is it like um, you have to drive to the venue and the it's like the venue is a parking lot. You park your car, you get yeah. It's like a whole thing to get to the event. So just from my experience in Florida, like especially like Orlando, like you go, you play at the club, you like get out of the club, you're like outside, like every it's like three o'clock in the morning, everybody's having a blast. Like there's like three other clubs on the strip. Like, I just (laughs) think like that vibe is so, you know, Miami, Orlando, every city there has like really cool venues too. Tampa. um, What else? Yeah. Orlando, Tampa. I've never been to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Um, uh, Was it Fort Lauderdale? Um, There's a lot of colleges there too, which I think helps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they just support, you know, like I love like, uh, 
um you know like even like the first i mean like the third second tier guys that 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 are playing at these places before the headliner comes and like they come and like and and the crowd shows out like super early it's just it's just a good vibe philly mm-hmm. is an interesting vibe they, they show out but only if they want to and that's with everything yeah pennsylvania i've heard mixed things there's been a lot of festivals popping up lately like Firelights yeah. Festival recently, and then the Big Duck Festival. Like, there's a lot of festivals mm-hmm. out there that have been popping up that yeah, I didn't even know about. Big Dub's a, a, a legendary one. That's that's been around for for a long time. Um, I played that years ago. And then there's also like stuff like close by. You got Moonrise Festival and stuff like that. The Philly mm-hmm. fans in general are interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think no. I think they're great. It's just. Um, I don't know. Have you ever like seen like Eagles like games? Like I yeah, have very just, colorful. They play all across the board. Like, you know, if like my neighbor's like being loud right now, like you just tell them to shut the fuck up, you know, like that's how people communicate out here. So it's just it's just uh it's a very like east coast cutthroat vibe, you know. So like the uh fans out here are quick to judge, quick to judge, mm-hmm. you know. So um whereas I think other cities it's like um you know, luckily I don't have a problem with Philly, but uh, I think uh, some people have, and I feel like other cities sometimes really just like, it's just great. Like you just go to the show, it's like 8 p.m. I'm like, the venue is full. How is this even mm-hmm. like even happening right yeah. now? It's not like that out here. So, but yeah, that's how it is out here in Colorado. The underground scene is huge. They show out. They show out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All like they support all the local that, artists. That says a lot. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like we were in um, Minneapolis this weekend even, and I was super surprised because um, High Zombie and Bainbridge were playing. We were there for Doors, and there were like 15 people, 15 headbangers waiting to get into the venue at Doors. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Like, it's going to be a great turnout. And then it was. It was a packed turnout. Oh, that's cool. So it was High Zombie and Bainbridge? Yeah, yeah. High Zombie and Bainbridge at The Loft they're both, on, they're on both Friday. Super dope producers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they did that. And then we drove to Fargo and they did um, High Zombie Bainbridge and then they went back to back, which was sick. Oh, cool. That's a nice little uh, lineup. Yeah, hell yeah. But I was surprised to see headbangers Wait, in a theater? place like Fargo. What's that? Was it Skyway? In, um... We did Skyway on Friday mm-hmm. okay. and then um, the aquarium in Fargo on Saturday. Oh, dope, dope. I've never heard of the aquarium, but I've heard Sky, I've heard like nothing but good things about Skyway. Chrissy, was there an aquarium? No, there wasn't. They actually painted fish on the wall, though. So that was the aquarium well, vibe. Well, then what the hell's the whole point of calling it the aquarium if there's no aquarium? Oh, right. And there's like no water. It was odd. It was basically a bar. <laughs> Y'all should investigate them next. Like, why is this not really an aquarium? Like, you, it says on the ticket here is a, a, there's no fish. Then we need to get them on that show, Tanked. Tanked? <laughs> <laughs> Did it? No, I said we need to get them on that show, Tanked, so that oh, Tank, that <laughs> <laughs> so that they can get pimped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For real. That'd be close. Knock, knock the walls down, and we need fish everywhere. And sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm but not give like- them give them earplugs. All right. Well, we're ready to jump into the second section <laughs> of the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one question for you, and I've actually been wondering this since we interviewed Sweet Tea. 
back okay. in the fall. I know that you guys are roommates. What is it like living with him? Yeah, we're actually, so um, we are no longer roommates. Oh, bummer. There goes my question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, yeah we're no longer roommates. But um, I mean, I've known Eric forever. So it, it's, it's like one of those things where he's like, I don't know, he's like my brother at this, you know, so um, I think for the first couple years, it was like, it, it, it was a blast, but then it got to a point where it was, especially during the pandemic, like everybody was so close. I'm like, all right. I'm, and my, my girlfriend was living with us. I was like, it's time for us to get our own place. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he's, dude, he's an animal. It's Eric. <laughs> I mean, he's, 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 he's probably one of the funniest people I know. Um, but yeah, no, we did like, we did so much cool shit together like working on music and like you know he's played a bunch of shows with me he did like a few tour stops with me and Bach Nero like 2019 um but yeah he's 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 an animal that kid yeah. cannot he, he cannot he, he he knows no boundaries cannot be <laughs> he's so nice he has so many jokes too our whole interview with him was just like 40 minutes of straight jokes yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds like him yeah. Yeah. It would be legendary um, to get a back-to-back set of you and Sweet Teeth out here in Denver. We used to mark, like, that was like a whole thing. We, we, you know, we used to, uh, we used to market it as like sweet and low and everything. And I'm not going to say who did it, but somebody stole it. Some, I literally, what? somebody stole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Cause we don't throw shade here at the dubstep FBI, uh, interview but um yeah i'm gonna throw shade so yeah basically um yes i i i saw a flyer like uh like a month or two ago and it was like too pretty like if i mm-hmm. said the one person you'd be like oh no way and yeah yeah and they did like a sweet s-u-i-t-e and low l something like that and i was just mm-hmm. like and they did the sugar packet too I'm like, yeah, there's I'm like, that's it's st- like, there's, it, there's no, there's no chance in hell that that was, uh, that that was, you know, it was, yeah, we've been, me and me and Eric have been doing that seriously for like five years. Wow. So. And you had coined that term, right? Yeah. Who, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like we, we played like a bunch of shit. Like we, we have been booked as that before. Um, Ooh. It's actually fun. Yeah. We go like like uh, those sets are are all over the place. Like you might hear like throwback hundred BPM twerk music to like house to like dubstep to like yeah, it's just ridiculous. But yeah, those sets are a lot of fun. Eric's a madman. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, we even had a submitted question, which brings us into section three. Um, okay, cool. Hi, I'm Chopsticks was that? Yeah, Hi, I'm Chopsticks was asking when are we gonna get a sweet and low collab? You know, is that ever going to happen again or is it done now that it kind of got jacked? Oh, um, so we, we put out a song, like, I don't know when that was like maybe six months to a year ago. Um, as far Mm -hmm. as me, like putting out a lot of collabs, probably not, um, just kind of, uh, spending a lot of time, um, actually by myself in the studio and, and, uh, just like, I don't want to say like working on a sound, but yeah, like, I don't know. I have like probably like 18 to 20 like unreleased songs right now. And, and with like, there's like some vocal features and stuff like that, but it's all 
just like mm, I think the only record that I currently have that's a collab is one with Computer, um, which will be pretty oh, cool. Sick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's a G. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably just gonna like keep focusing on like the solo project for now and 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 see mm-hmm. like kind of where that takes me and then. Cause like, you know, I spent a long, a lot, a long time. Like I did a lot of music with Bach Nero with uh, Dim Mac records. And then I did a bunch of stuff with Eric. And like, um, one thing I noticed was like, uh, when the pandemic hit was actually kind of a good thing for me. Right. It was like, I kind of got to, uh, reassess and reevaluate like myself, my career in dance music, like which direction do I want to go? What kind of music do I want to make? And like, one of the decisions that, uh, me and my manager made was just like, you don't have to collab with anybody just like sit down make music for yourself see what you like see what you don't like and like you know there's a lot of songs that i'll probably end up throwing out but like uh i think people will will will, if people liked like the drama club ep and ice cream they're gonna Mm -hmm. really really like the stuff that i'm coming out with like in the future so um would i do more collabs like that uh like with eric yeah for sure just not currently maybe like a year or two down the line yeah totally fair totally respectable for sure hell yeah can't wait to see those and see what you got in store yeah, for the yeah, rest of the yeah. year i mean it's like I, i'm kind of one of those uh producers like i don't know it's interesting i i talk to a lot of guys and girls in 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 the industry who are like they're like yeah like i'll make a song in like two three hours or whatever and i'm like yeah me too but i only make like 80 percent of it so I have like, I'm currently sitting on a folder of like 20 songs that are all like 80%. So now I have to sit down and like finish all of them. Mm-hmm. Pick the best four. It's like not fun. That's like, that's like the worst part of it all, you know? So yeah, that's like where I'm currently at. So um, actually once we're done this interview, I'm going to like dive in and try to finish all this stuff because a lot of people are interested. So um mm-hmm excited to see where that goes what happens with it and yeah yeah well you are in custody right now so you're gonna have to hold off and you only have one strike so far so okay you're that's still, good you're doing well you're doing okay. well you're still in the all clear right. i feel like i i've came to i'm like all right can't say that can't say that can't say that. how the glasses okay cool. <laughs> can't tell my facial expression all right we're good we're good we're not even sure if you're the real shizlo yeah no i'm good yeah okay we're good <laughs> Well, we got another submitted question. Okay, we got two cool. more from fans. So, oh, do, so do York was wondering, where'd you get the name Shizlo? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so uh, I think a lot of producers kind of, they give themselves the name, right? Or like maybe one of their friends does. It's like, it's kind of, or it's kind of like this thing where it's like a brand idea. It's like Shizlo. All right, so in Philly, particularly like uh, West Philly, kind of where I hung out uh, growing up. Uh, if your name is Sean, everybody says shiz. Like, yo, what's up, shiz? Like, that's just kind of like a like a nickname street type of Philly thing. So, like, if your name's Sean, there's a, there, like out here, there's a million shizzes. So, um, I worked with a guy named Tone Trump. And if you Google him, he's pretty like legendary dude like on the east coast actually worldwide i'd say like he's done a lot of really cool stuff but um he was like signed with young jeezy and he was kind of like my og for a while because like i um my background is in hip-hop 
Um, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was a uh, like a turntablist. And, well, even before that, like if we really, really, really want to go way back, like to like when I first started making beats and stuff, I was actually, um, it was right around the time when um, like DJs and bands were really cool. Incubus, Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm was mm-hmm. like really popping and like the DJ was in the band and like um I I just thought that was so cool so my buddy John um he they used to all like jam at his house like a bunch of guys that I grew up with that all played dis- different instruments they started a band I played the drums but it was John's house mm-hmm. and if I was honest he was a way better drummer than I was so um you know, there was a, there was like a turntable and like a sampler in his basement that he had bought or like it was his dad's or somebody. So I started like messing around with like taking different records and sampling them. And actually like, yeah, so like there's like an album or two out there with like me like scratching on songs and like putting different like samples on like, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, that's cool. Um, yeah. And then shortly after that, I started diving into hip hop because it was pretty like everything that I was doing was kind of like, you know, sampling records and different things like that kind of was heading in that direction. But yeah, I linked with this guy, uh, Tone Trump, who, who was just like, he really showed me um, like the music industry. And, and, and I was like, I guess I would say like, I was kind of like an intern, like I was like kind of like street team, but like part of the gang type of thing. And mm-hmm. he had this group called Top Notch and, and we worked with like 50 Cent and like all of oh. like, yeah, there was like a, there was like a G unit Philly was like something. Wow. That, yeah. 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 There's like, a, there's like, I would say like with me, like there's some pretty cool history behind like the Shizlo, you know, name and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know I could just, I could really go for a while uh, about it, but yeah, he, this dude tone, uh, he, he gave me the name. It was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Shizlo. I don't know. Hell yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He gave, he gave me the name. So, and it's always like, so I was like starting at like after, like I was like running with these dudes and and, and in different like hip hop studios and working with different artists and stuff like that. And uh, shortly after that, I started playing in the clubs and, and uh, every, they would be like, what's your DJ name? And I'm like, Shizlo. Like, you know, it was just, it was like a Mm -hmm. nick. It's really a nickname more than anything. So yeah. Um, yeah, and it was like you are now in the mix with DJ Shizlo, like DJ Shizlo, and then you oh, dropped the DJ. Yeah, we got rid of the DJ real quick. Yeah. We got the. Yeah, it was really, really, yeah. really, really uh, not not great, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So here we are, Shizlo, and that's 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 the uh, that's the name. Lots of. I mean, I could really go way longer than that, but that's mm-hmm. like the short version. Yeah. 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 Well, we have one more submitted question. This one is from everyone's favorite rail writer. This one's from we Yale. Love Yale. We love Yale. <laughs> and love he him. wants to know, what is it about ice cream that makes you scream? With Oh, but it has to have the two emojis. So it has to have an eye emoji, a tongue emoji, and then another eye emoji at the end of the question. Oh, what, what is it about ice cream that makes me scream? Mm-hmm. I think that's just the song name. <laughs> he would ask that. Like, that's like, I'm like stumped. Like, I do, do I scream when I eat ice cream? Like, no, I mean, I'm, should I? All right. Like, that's the next you could thing. If you got a brain freeze. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, you ever seen like people put out the candles by screaming? 
what no there's like something on tiktok like people like yell oh my like, god like they're like so funny they're like screaming at it would them. it would be a tiktok trend yeah, out yeah, of like, all things like, so funny but like i don't know maybe i should be screaming at ice i don't know <laughs> like yell yell hmm. what the fuck bro like you had to hit me with the, like i yeah i don't have an answer um i you should just you should just make a tiktok trend and do like a sullivan king type of scream and just scream at ice cream yeah <laughs> you won't i know right all right in order to be left off of custody that's your homework assignment you have to do that okay Okay. i have to do some Mm -hmm. sort of thing where i'm i don't know i just think the the song in general uh the scream name right so it's ice scream is the song name um i don't know uh so i think grizz didn't ice cream so did borgor so i was like Mm -hmm. i don't you know i don't want to like do like two legends already did it like i'm gonna you know switch around a little bit and i think like certain parts of the song like they kind of has like this drag bass that's for like you know so it's like kind of just works like me till ice cream but yeah i don't know yeah i mean at the end of the day i think yale just wanted to have his small place in the interview because he loves you so much yeah yeah yeah. he's the best i was i was i think we were eating tacos at like three o'clock in the morning like two nights ago he's he's great live for build others up hell yeah build those around us up no doubt sweet well we got what we call the lightning round i mean (laughs) earlier i said you had a homework assignment but if you complete this lightning round smoothly then i guess we'll let you off the hook i get all all right okay so do Mm -hmm. i need to get it waved do i need to sit like like indian style like all right (laughs) all right so first question you can only pick one, tacos or ramen? Tacos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tacos for sure. Yeah, and I got to be, those are like, besides ice cream, those are my two favorite foods. Like there's, uh, if you ever come to Philly, just hit me up because I got the spots for both, for both of them. Mm, for ramen tacos? Tacos here are like, it's, there's a few spots that are pretty good. I mean, I've definitely, I've been to Texas. I've, you know, I know other places have better tacos. I know a couple good spots, but Chinatown, you know, like you're not going to get better ramen than what, what I would, what I would show you. Mm. All right, Chrissy, add that to the calendar. Add that to the calendar. We're going to go to Philly. Philly I would love to hang out. So yeah, come, come and, and, uh, or maybe I'll come to Denver. For the first mm-hmm. FBI show. Do you guys do shows? Do you girls do shows? That's strike two. Ooh, Ooh strike wah, wah, wah. two. Um, yeah, I mean, well, right now we're mostly just promoting shows um, because okay. the first show that we actually throw, we want to do it up really big. You know, we want. Oh yeah, sure yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the lineup is curated in a very purposeful manner, and that it, all the marketing is on point. Like sure, it's going to be sure. a very special event when we actually do throw our first show, but. Right now, it's just promotion. No, it's great. I love. I love what you're doing. I love what you girls are doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. Lightning round. Okay. Four, Two more. Four questions? more. Oh, four more. Four more questions for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one. This is for the rest of your life. Would you rather have just one pint of the tonight dough for the rest of your life, or would you rather have an unlimited supply of butter pecan for the rest of your life? I can only have one pint. Like I like for the rest of my life, it's just this one pint. And I can only yep. take like a scoop like every like three months. Yep. You can only take a scoop after your releases. 
Oh yeah, that's. I mean, we got to go with the butter. I mean, the butter pecan. It's like, oh, it's such a whatever flavor. But like, I guess I gotta, run, I gotta run with it. Like, we got to make sure that we're we're stocked up. Like, that's. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible about this question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have a feeling that Yale might have influenced that question. Yeah, yeah he de- he definitely. De- how did he, he know? Somebody knows my favorite and my least favorite type of like. I don't really like butter like yeah i don't i just don't like it but tonight does my favorite well we are the fbi so we know everything yeah i don't know all right i gotta (laughs) all right next question fuck marry kill sweet teeth bach nero and brain rack out of those three who would you fuck marry kill (laughs) (laughs) oh um all right brain rack's getting fucked uh sweet teeth getting killed and uh and and, and I'm, I'm marrying bach that's my guy yeah, can yeah. we come to the wedding uh absolutely absolutely yeah hoodie dm wedding yeah yes yeah sponsored by dubstep fbi yes mm-hmm. yes yeah it'll be great yale, uh, yale will be your ring bearer during, yeah yeah well who's gonna be the flower girl well, I was going to say sweet teeth, but you're going to kill him. So maybe Brain Rack will be the flower girl. Okay. Brain Rack's the flower girl. Uh, that's actually a good one. So if you ever ask, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, who would be the flower girl at your wedding? Who would be the ring bearer? <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of food would you have a cocktail hour? These are all really important questions. Okay. Yeah. Start thinking. I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was the last show that you played? Uh, the last show I played was on the Boogie Tea Tour in Washington, D.C., and it was probably the most fun I've ever had at a show. Those he, he what, is, what venue? Um, it was at Soundcheck in D.C. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Sold out show. Um, Sub Doctor, Boogie Tea, those guys are great. Um you know, sometimes when you're like the, you're, you're like the support on a tour and you don't know the guys, sometimes it can be like a really weird vibe where you're like, you know, trying to get to know people. And like, I, I've, I've hung out with Brock like on one other occasion, but like, wow, what it just like, he, you know, and it just so happens that like, you know, I've released music on his label and everything, which is just like a, a whole other thing, but like, yeah. Dude is like probably one of my favorite people in dance music. So nice. Just like totally goes out of his way to make everybody feel super comfortable. He's the man. Mm-hmm. I actually met his dad at and one of his shows in the, at the Oxford. Like I the ran into him. I was like, they're like the same. Person. Yeah, I was like, you're the dad. I can tell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dude. He's the man. I don't even know what to say. Like what? And his his. I'm. Have you ever seen Boogie T live? Mm-hmm. So in a while good. for me. So yeah. good. So good. Yeah. Like, even if you don't really like, like, the wonk, 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 wonky, like, dubstep stuff, like, you, like, you know, certain stuff you see live, like, even if you don't necessarily love the music, like, you're just like, this is so good. Like, he is such a great performer. Mm-hmm. I, I would go see him a million times. Yeah. Big that's fan. awesome. Love to hear it. Big fan. Yeah. All right. One more question. Okay. What is your favorite BPM? it's 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 definitely 150 or is it 
I have a few favorites. Am I allowed to do that? Rank them. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So currently 150 is my favorite because it's like all I've been making recently, but like, I love 100 BPM. I love like ass shaking, booty popping, like ratchet mm-hmm. music, uh, like New like Orleans. Like Yellow Claw, Twerk Amsterdam type of shit. Yeah, like that stuff that was just like, it was just like, you know, everybody was new to, to dance music for the most part. And like, you know, it's just like, you're going to the club and just ass is shaking everywhere. <laughs> Upside it's- down girls on the wall. All the so ridiculous. I mean, like and now, like if I saw, I'd be like, yeah, this is kind of cringe. Right. But like for <laughs> the time that it happened, I thought that was like, you know, that was so cool. Um, plus mad decent block party was like in Philly. So like, that's like kind of like a big influence of mine. Um, and yeah, yeah. hundred BPM, 150. And like, who doesn't love house? I yeah. love house music. Like oh, I yeah, even have yeah. a few house records, but like they don't, that would be something maybe side project one day yeah a different yeah. alias yeah probably like it just wouldn't it wouldn't yeah it just mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense right now but totally definitely have i play it out all the time too it's just like yeah yeah well do you yeah, have any final words that you'd like to say to everyone who is tuning in not guilty <laughs> final verdict Final, well, what is what is the final verdict? The final verdict is that we might need to open this investigation even deeper. You know, we might need to continue with the case file and do a little bit more work just to get to the bottom of exactly what you have going on over there on the East Coast. Okay. Um, am, am I being detained? Well, we're handing this case off to our agent, Yale. So he'll follow up with you. Yale on the rail. That's all right. He's mm-hmm. easy. I'm good. Mm-hmm. yeah that we rail rider ha- and we we might have to fly out to philly to do some in-person investigation as well yo absolutely come out hang out yeah. it's 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 a cool vibe out here 